Hi, I'm Rebecca Rosen, a spiritual medium and best-selling author. Welcome to my podcast, Small, Medium, at Large. Although small in stature, I've been taking on the big and unusual job of talking to the dead for over 20 years. I serve as a messenger for spirit, helping people to connect to their departed loved ones and guides, while also encouraging them to strengthen their own intuition. How does free will play into soul contracts? I get this question all the time. How does free will play into soul contracts? So let's just start with explaining what soul contracts are. This is essentially the basis of my new book coming out, What's Your Heaven? It's all about you being an active co-creator of the life you are born to live, okay? Where you come into this world with a pre-birth plan or a loose blueprint that outlines um, specific events, relationships, challenges, homework assignments, um, or lessons that you are here to learn. And so you, along with your group of um, very advanced guides called the Council of Elders, you sit down and you decide what it is that you need to come into this incarnation to learn and or to teach. And so, again, it's only a loose script because of we are born with the gift of free will, free choice. And so what happens is, is as you're journeying through your life, there are certain points that are destined to show up. But once you cross that point, what happens with it really comes down to your choice around it. So if you embrace it, if you, in a sense, go with the flow, then um, you are going to in a, move through that lesson with a lot more ease and harmony and grace than if you resist it. So you can either say yes or you can resist and say no. That is your free will. So what happens is, is that there, these are the sliding door moments, okay? So if something or someone is meant to cross your path at a certain time, okay, because within it holds a valuable lesson, then if you, you know, if you open door A and go with it, then you will move forward and life will continue flowing. But if you choose not to open door A, then at some point down the road, it shows up again as door B. And again, if you resist it, somewhere down the road, that same lesson, that same encounter is going to show up again as door C. So it's not a one and done. However, with the more doors that you bypass, the harder it gets. Okay, so the, the more you postpone it and resist, um, it's like taking a detour instead of like taking a direct straight shot to your destination you're having to detour and make all these pit stops and it becomes a longer more drawn out and sometimes um, challenging journey and if those lessons are meant to be presented they will be but again each door you bypass the harder it gets the harder you're making your life so that is why you really want to choose from the frequency of light and not shadow, 
okay? Because our free will entails that we can make choices in alignment with light or love or in alignment with shadow and fear. And when we're in shadow and fear, we're operating from the limited part of our um, ego self. When we're making choices from the light and from a place of love, we are aligned with our higher self, with our soul, and with our truth. And so um, free will truly does determine the quality of your life. And so that is why, um, why I always suggest you always to try and bypass your ego when you're trying to get clarity on what to do with something that's in front of you and you're making a choice around it. You pray for your highest truth, highest healing, and the highest truth and highest healing of all involved. Because doing so bypasses your ego, okay? So that you truly are coming from that frequency of light. Here's a really great question. So the question is, will we ever finish learning a soul lesson or will it keep coming up in different forms for our entire lifetime? And the second part to that is, will it get easier? So yes, you hold the potential to finish learning a soul lesson. And let's just start from um, the bottom and work our way up here in that we are all born with a pre-birth plan and we all set up roughly anywhere between two to five specific lessons that we are working on in any one lifetime, okay? And those lessons are more universal in nature, such as learning self-worth or self-love or compassion or empathy or, um, you know, or kindness or the list goes on and on. You know, I've come up with about 30 and I'm actually... Um, sharing um, this new offering, digital content that um, will, in a sense, on my website, I will have an assessment or a quiz that you take and you go through the quiz and it will identify um, the top, you know, few soul lessons that you are working on, okay? There's other ways and my book coming out, What's Your Heaven, is all about this and it's helping you to walk you through to re-remember what are your soul lessons. And I walk you through a process to really look at your life and get clear on um, what it is. You know, the, the patterns, um, when you recognize that you, you constantly have a struggle, the same struggle, okay? And, and a lot of people are like, I don't understand why I have all this unhealthy habit and I can't seem to break the cycle. Um, you know, whether it's repetitive cycles, addictions, um, bad habits, um, lack and limitation, competition, comparison, avoidance, denial, or numbing out. Okay, so a lot of times, you know, people are really lost and they're trying to figure out, okay, why am I stuck in the spin cycle? Well, it's because this is your work to do. This is your homework. And yes, it's going to continue on and on and on until you really get to the bottom of what is this here to teach me? How is this happening for me? It's not happening to me, it's happening for me, right? So really getting behind the um, bigger understanding of, okay, this is here for a reason. So what does my struggle serve to teach me and how will it direct my next step forward? 
So that's when you come out of victim and into an empowered state, a co-creator of your life. And can you check that box off once you've truly learned that lesson? Of course. However, oftentimes it comes up a lot, but with less, it doesn't trigger us. Okay, so we might notice um, opportunities to put that lesson to the test, but we are no longer reactive. We are more responsive. Okay, so that means we've grown. That means we've done a lot of work, if not all the work around learning that soul lesson. So does it get easier? There's your answer. Yes, because the more you lean into and embrace whatever your lesson is, the less resistance. And that's when there's flow to your life. That's when things start feeling easy and light and joyful and free. That's when you start moving through life and learning your lessons with joy and grace and ease. Okay, so it does get easier the more you lean into it and embrace it. However, if you're going about it the other way, resisting it, okay, denying it, numbing out, checking out, that's where it comes up over and over again. And it's a pain and a struggle after struggle, challenge after challenge. So the guidance my guides have been bringing through is that we are in a new way on earth. We are in a new energy. This is a new earth. And there is a way to show up to your life in the 5D way or the 3D way. The 3D way is the old way. That is through contrast. It's through pain and struggle. You can do it that way, but life's not a lot of fun. Or there is the bring your heaven to earth. This is my book, What's Your Heaven? There's a way to make choices, to learn your lessons and stay in the game of life. Okay, just because you check the boxes and learn your lessons does not mean you're going to check out. You can continue on in life and, and learn new lessons and keep growing and evolving. But it's fun. It becomes a magical journey, a joyful ride. Okay, so the, the bottom line is you want to align yourself with the 5D energies, which means every day with the intention to raise your vibration and match your feelings to higher vibrational energy. And so I talk about this in my book, What's Your Heaven, with the scale of consciousness. And Dr. Hawkins, David Hawkins, wrote the book Power Versus Force. I go into it in my book, but it's a scale map of consciousness from the lowest vibrating feelings at the bottom of the scale, which is shame and victimhood, to the highest vibrational Okay, emotions at the top, which is enlightenment and wisdom and love and peace. So the choice is ours. And it's really about um, attuning your energy, your frequency through your feelings, with your intention day by day by day, choice by choice, to move through life with the intention to learn your lessons with grace, ease, and joy. What am I supposed to learn from health challenges? Here's a great question. I work with this a lot, um, especially lately in my group readings where I will have one or more spirits coming forward talking about um, health challenges. 
So the question is, what am I supposed to learn from my health challenges? Well, we all come in with different lessons to learn and teach, okay? Um, and for some of us, you know, we want, well, for all of us, we want to know the why behind our struggle, right? So whether it's the why behind the divorce, the estranged friendship, the job loss, the unexpected medical diagnosis, the health, ongoing chronic health issues, the loss of a loved one, all right? But we, we were asking, why me? Why now? Why this? All right, fair enough. So the short answer here is whatever is happening in your life is happening for you, not to you, okay? And this is the basis of my book, What's Your Heaven? And this is all about taking us out of victim consciousness, which is truly the lowest vibration there is on um, the map of consciousness, and putting us back into the driver's seat as empowered victor or co-creator of our lives. And it's really asking ourselves when we have medical challenges or any type of struggle or challenge, what is this here to teach me? And really doing the work around this. Now, sometimes it is a personal lesson unique to you, your soul. But in many of my readings lately, it's a transgenerational, intergenerational lesson. It's part of a soul group. So let's say, like in my family, there's the lesson of mental health issues, mental illness. And it's, you know, it was passed down from my grandmother, babe, down to my father, down to us kids. And now my brothers and I are all breaking agreements, breaking um, patterns by all of us in our own ways doing our work to rewrite the narrative, to, you know, heal this generational hand-me-down, spiritual hand-me-down, okay? And really setting a new energy in motion generations forward. So we're healing generations behind us and healing and rerouting generations ahead of us. So that is the power we hold, and um, this is coming up frequently. So let me give you an example. I had a group reading the other day. There is a woman, she's probably in her 60s, and her sister came forward who died tragically um, around 20. Her mother and father came forward. The mother I identified had breast cancer. The father had a heart attack, and those were a result of the whole family had this um, bad pattern of withholding love and internalizing feelings, okay? All of them showed me they had guarded hearts. They were not forthcoming with communicating, appreciating, and validating their loved ones. They were very guarded, very shut down emotionally. The mom and dad apologizing, but also identifying that they're withholding their dis-ease because of the 20-year-old daughter when she passed. Both parents numbed out, checked out, failed to heal or grieve, failed to grieve, failed to um, do the healing work they needed, learn the lessons they needed. And there was a purpose. There was a reason in the soul contract why the daughter died to give them the opportunity to go deeper into their healing and lean into faith and connect to source, right? But instead they went the other way. They shut down. They withdrew. They lost all faith. And therefore the disease, dis-ease, 
evolved over time, started energetically, years down the road, turned into disease. One being a heart attack, heart chakra stuff, the other being breast cancer, heart chakra. So I said to this woman, you bypassed an exit point. You also had something, some disease, some illness in the heart center. She shared with the group that she had breast cancer, not once, but twice. And she has healed this. But the guidance was, you are coming to this now because you are the brave soul. You are the teacher in your soul group to heal this pattern so that in moving forward, you truly are healthy and well. You don't you know, bring about a recurrence of the cancer or a heart attack or whatever it might be. But knowledge is power. Get ahead of this and energetically cut the cords, clear this dysfunctional inherited pattern. And she just started sobbing. And she said, this is the first time I've cried in a very long time. And the first time in all these years I've been able to actually confront this and talk about it. And it was just a complete breakdown, a breakthrough to bring about a healing. But not only for her, but for her spirits who were coming forward supporting her. So the bottom line is, it's to go back to, okay, you are not a victim. And whether you created this because of your unconscious thoughts, your repressed um, emotions that created, like in this case, her previous cancer was created as a result of perpetuating the unhealthy pattern of repressing emotion, um, or you are the brave soul, the old soul who signed up to go through that to teach others around you, okay? Sometimes there are the ones, especially children, who have, you know, a disease or go through cancer and they die young, but it's not because they created it because they um, did something wrong, not at all. They purposely came in to go through it, to give the other soul group members around them the opportunity to learn the lessons or to show up and be of service to them or all sorts of amazing things come out of really challenging situations, right? When there are natural disasters and there are, there's wars and there's terrible things that happen, there's also beautiful things. There's, there's opportunities for a lot of light and a lot of, um, a lot of good to come if we can find the silver linings. Okay, so again, one more time, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. So if you find yourself, whether it's a health issue or anything else I identified, okay, come back to what is this here to teach me and spirit show me next steps on how to heal this or how to learn from this and then how to pay this forward in service to others. Can you talk about cutting ancestor cords or how to heal from generational trauma? This is a really big question. And I address this in my book, What's Your Heaven? This question comes down to um, intergenerational um, spiritual hand-me-downs. Okay. And so this is all about Um, healing from generational trauma. And the question is, can you talk about cutting ancestor cords and or how to heal from generational trauma? So here's what I know based on my 
years of readings, downloading from Spirit, their insight, um, along with some of um, my higher guides insight, okay? And yes, this is a very real thing. We travel in soul groups and in our soul families, um, we are working on a handful of specific life lessons, okay? Um, for instance, in my family, one of the lessons happens to be mental health issues, mental illness, okay? Every family has, every soul group has their lessons and um, those lessons can change and evolve lifetime after lifetime. Um, but what I want to talk about here is the, the idea, the emerging science of epigenetics, okay? So epigenetics, what is it? It shows us that family traits can be passed down in our DNA, okay? So basically it's inherited changes in gene expression. So the environment we live in, um, the social, cultural, geographic, you know, et cetera, details, these influ it, they all influence the expression of our genes. And so too does our lived experience. So deeply impactful events, okay, like trauma, can actually change our DNA. And those changes get passed down to future generations. So I want you to imagine a mother who's pregnant during 9-11 and she is deeply impacted. And the mother has um, the presence of maternal PTSD. Well, the baby in the womb will also likely feel those feelings. And it can, as epigenetics states, can impact those babies' genes and, in a sense, adopt the same PTSD. So, we hold these energetic remnants of trauma in our DNA that have been passed down through our generational lines, whether it's conscious or unconscious, usually unconscious. And so the energetic remnants of, let's say, fear or distrust, okay, that could be at the heart of your present day struggle. Whatever it is, the main lesson that you've identified that you really are working on, so even if it didn't originate with you, you can't pinpoint the source of your fear or distrust. Um, but let's say it came from, you know, your family members, your father or your mother or any important influence around you. Um, and that has therefore become, you've adopted that. Um, so it does stand in the way of your ability to move forward with life and to create the life you deserve and desire until it's cleared and healed. So um, a lot of clients, you know, do their work and they're doing so well and then something trips them up and they slip backwards, like one step forward, two steps back because of the energetic programming that was hardwired into their bodies um, many generations back. Okay, so this actually happened with me where I had to go in and do some healing work around cutting cords to really ancient cords um, that go back to my grandma babe tied around depression and um, it, the will to die. And I was holding this in my DNA, but it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine to carry. So we did some really profound inner child work and healing work around it and cut cords and cleared to heal this pattern 
generations forward and backward. Um, I want to share in my book, I share a quote by my um, sister-in-law and shamanic energy healer, Ariella Halevi, because she works a lot with, um, with all of this. She wrote, our ancestors exist in our genes and also in our patterns, emotions, traumas, and the way that we think and feel. These traits affect our everyday lives in both negative and positive ways. But when we heal hereditary wounds in ourselves, we can transform energetic patterns with a vibrational shift in the entire ancestral line and seven generations in the future. So, did you hear that? We can transform inherited feelings and patterns by simply shifting our energy. Amazing, right? So really what happens here is then we get to do the work, okay? We get to every day be conscious and choose our thoughts and feelings and break agreements with old outdated false beliefs and old programming and old patterns by calling our energy back and coming back to our truth and releasing, cutting cords um, to holding these other generations, these other spirits' energy. Um, okay, so there's a lot of different ways that we can work with this. Um, you can work, you can do it in your, on your own with intention through journaling, through um, a lot of prayer meditation, when you go to sleep at night, praying, asking your highest guides and angels, um, and any departed loved ones who are there to support you and maybe where it originated from to help you clear karma, to find the clearing you need to cut the cords that are fear-based. Just remember, you can't cut love-based cords. Uh, but to really um, release yourself, to free yourself so that you can move forward and co-create the life you desire. Um, you can work with energy healers, um, you can do regression work with a therapist, a trained professional, a past life regressionist, in between lives regressionist. There are all sorts of ways you can do it. Okay, you just have to decide what it feels right and is best for you in that time. Um, so the bottom line is this. We have the power to change the future. The future is not set in stone, okay? And we get the opportunity with this awareness to consciously um, call our light back, call our power back, cut cords and clear and manifest whatever it is our soul is here to create and in turn fulfill our soul purpose and our soul contract. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Small Medium at Large. For more information about my offerings and events, and for additional resources on your spiritual journey, including my self-guided courses, books, and blog videos, please visit my website, RebeccaRosen.com. You can also follow me on social media by searching at Medium Rebecca Rosen on Facebook and Instagram. As always, wishing you brightest blessings and all love.